Hello everybody, I hope your day is going amazing. My question for you today is this, have you ever needed to ask for help and you're just not sure how or even feeling really overwhelmed and you weren't really sure what to do next? Well, stay with me, that's what we're talking about today. This is the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast. Around here, we talk about pretty much everything career-related, and I really just tell you how it is. This is episode number 58, where we are going to be talking about how to ask for help. My name is Stephanie Dennis, and I am your host, and my background is in human resources and recruiting, and I really wanted to create a space and a community where we could talk about all the stuff related to our careers, whether it's career advancement, where we're stuck, interviewing, all of that good stuff, and be really open and transparent, so I made the podcast. This is a good time to mention that pretty much all of my episodes do contain adult language. Okay guys, let's get into it here. So we're going to cover this topic in three different categories. And the first one is how exactly you're going to be executing on asking for help. So we know, right, when we are stuck or we really need advice from other people, we typically know in our gut that we need to be asking for help, right? (laughs) Like it's usually not something we don't know, but it's not always something that's easy to do. So the first thing I want you to do is understand what your own expertise is and also where your knowledge gaps are. So what you don't understand, where you need someone else helping you, connecting the dots, those sort of things. What do you excel at? What about what Whatever project or problem you're working on, do you know the most about? Where is your area of expertise? So number one, again, understanding your own expertise as well as your knowledge gaps. And then number two is going to be explain what you've already tried and where you're stuck. Because when you approach someone and you want to ask for that help, you need to be able to articulate, hey, here's the problem. Here's what I've tried and here's where I'm stuck. And that is going to give the person you're approaching some really great context on where they can jump in and really help you thrive and get this project or problem completed or resolved. And then the third thing I want you to make sure you're doing is prepping your questions for that other person in advance. And this is really important because more than likely you have specific questions where you're going to need some help. So you want to make sure you've prepped those in advance so you can help direct the conversation. Okay, so those are my three tips for how to execute asking for help. The second section I want to touch on is just some quick tips and reminders and things for you to keep in mind. So number one is going to be that you don't need to carry the burden of working alone all by yourself forever, which leads really well into number two. The second thing that you should be keeping in mind is we don't have to be the superhero all the time. Asking for help is completely acceptable. And if you're stuck, it should be something that's expected so you can move forward. And if you're not in an environment or a situation where it is okay or acceptable to ask for help, 
That is something I would really encourage you to evaluate because I personally love working in a team where people are asking each other questions, helping each other out, and really just being that team support for one another. So if you don't have that and you work in a team environment, so let me put that disclaimer out there, if you will, right? If you work by yourself, then this is kind of not applicable from that perspective. But if you do work by yourself, you absolutely can still be asking for help. Okay, number three is I really want to reaffirm there is no shame in asking for help. None at all. Number four is knowing that it's always good to have another person's perspective. So even if you're a little bit shy or apprehensive or even nervous about asking for help, you shouldn't be. But if you are, just know It's always good to have another person's perspective and you can even frame it that way. Instead of saying, hey, I need your help on this, you can say, hey, I would love to get another person's perspective or another set of eyes. Do you mind taking a look at this for a minute? Okay, number five is be very specific when you're asking for your help. Because there's been times where I personally have went and gone and asked for help and I explain where I'm at, I've explained what I tried, I explained where I'm stuck and I get like a half hour spiel and I'm like, whoa. (laughs) And it's usually with really, really amazing information, but I really just needed like two minutes of this person's time in their explanation and I actually felt bad for not being specific in what exactly I was looking for. So just be sure that when you're asking for other people's time, that you're being specific so you can get right to the point. Number six is to make sure that you're taking notes. This is one, going to help your memory, but two, show that person that you're talking to that this is important and you value their opinion and their answer. And number seven is asking for clarification or having follow-up questions. So if you're talking to someone and they're sharing information with you and something doesn't make sense or you're like, oh, okay, well, If that's your answer, well, then I want to know A, B, and C. Don't be afraid to ask those follow-up questions. And number eight, this is just a really quick reminder, and it might go without saying, but just in case. (laughs) So I want you to make sure we're being kind, courteous, curious, and also having fun when we're talking to someone about getting their help or their expertise or their feedback. And the curious part of it is really important because when you're asking people questions and you're just genuinely curious, it shows that you care and it also helps them feel more involved. And number nine is I want you to be open to feedback and criticism and even potentially negative comments. Now, I don't want you to expect this, but I want you to be open to it because there have been times where I've gone and asked someone for help and their opinion and their feedback, and I did not like what they had to say. (laughs) I was like really kind of annoyed at it, and it really put myself in a really, really honestly a bad situation because I was expecting positive feedback and affirmation that I was on the right track. And when I got those negative comments, instead of taking that criticism and that feedback, I got defensive, which is not what I should have done. So I want to prep you guys for that. And I'm not saying it should happen and it will happen. And I don't want you to, again, expect it to happen, but I just want you to be prepared for it just in case it does happen. All right, guys, the third and final category I want to touch on is just a few positive attributes of asking for help. 
Number one is it helps other people, specifically the people that you're asking help from, feel valued. Number two is it also earns respect. I personally have so much respect for people who can stand up, can say, hey, I need help with this versus people who never want to ask for help for fear of being judged or fear of whatever. I don't know. Everyone's different from that perspective. And just going forward on their own and making a bunch of mistakes and putting other people behind right in the project especially if it's a team project so it really does earn the respect of your colleagues if you are confident enough to say hey can you help me real quick and then number three is asking for help really fuels that teamwork that i talked about just a few points back when you are able to have that team environment where you're just helping each other out and it's just naturally how the team works together just builds on that really positive and really great environment Because you guys, I can tell you, I've had the teams, I've been on the teams where nobody helps each other out, people don't work together, and I've also been blessed to be able to work on teams where it's the complete opposite. Everybody helps each other out, everybody's there for each other, everybody supports each other, and I can tell you it makes such a big difference, so it really is important. Alright guys, gals, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you found the information helpful and valuable. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to show up and listen to the episodes. I really, really do appreciate it. You can find the episode description as well as the show notes over at the website, findingthebestfit.com. And I just want to give a huge thank you for everyone who has shared the podcast or has left a review. I really, really appreciate that. And it helps other people find the podcast and hopefully we are helping them as well. So thank you guys. I really, really appreciate it. And if you haven't had a chance to check out the Facebook group, please do so. It's a community created for us to really just come together, be able to ask questions and bounce ideas off of one another. So the link, I will leave it in the episode description as well as the show notes if you're curious. And if you have a minute to leave an iTunes review, I will leave the step-by-step instructions on how to do so. I would greatly appreciate it. All right, you guys are so awesome. Thank you and have an amazing day.